0: Hi there, and welcome to the Everyday Entrepreneur Podcast, where I, Caitlin Fritz, help you reach your entrepreneurial potential. Together, we can build your dream social impact business so that you can leave a legacy beyond your nine to five. Hello, 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 and welcome to this episode of Everyday Entrepreneurship. My name is Caitlin Fritz, I am a Forbes 30 Under 30 recognized entrepreneur, award-winning business mentor, and entrepreneurship educator. Throughout my time, I've worked with over 600 founders worldwide, building, growing, and scaling their social impact business. And I'm so excited to be with you here today to help you go through the fun highs, lows, hurdles, and everything in between Of entrepreneurship. So, this episode, we're going to get a little bit vulnerable. We're going to talk about something that often gets pushed to the back of the room imposter syndrome. Bum, bum, bum. Yes. I think this is so important, especially in this kind of back to school, getting back into the autumn period back to work time where, you know, sometimes those skeletons in the closet just creep up and appear. And in this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about my journey through imposter syndrome, as well as four really great tips to help you kick imposter syndrome in the butt. So let's get started. So some of you probably know what imposter syndrome is, but for maybe those who don't know the exact terminology, it is that feeling of self-doubt, even when you are completely competent in your work or a skill. So it's those little nagging voices in the back of your mind saying, what am I doing here? Or I really don't belong here. Or I... I'm a fraud. When are people going to find out that I have no clue what I'm doing? Now, imposter syndrome usually stems from this feeling of unworthiness, incompetence, and perfectionism. Yes, there is the perfectionism word here again. As someone who is a recovering perfectionist, this bar that we hold ourselves to can be set way too high, especially when it comes to entrepreneurship. Now, imposter syndrome, I think has affected, from what my research showed me, over 80% of individuals in the workplace. And I would argue, even though there's no stat, that it would affect 100% of entrepreneurs. As entrepreneurs, we're going out there, we're embarking on a challenge to solve problems that people have often overlooked. We're building from scratch a business, social enterprise, or charity. There has to be moments of self-doubt, those moments of what am I doing, or those negative talks of I don't belong. And I wish there wasn't. But Through my own journey, and through the journey of many of the founders I've worked with, it always creeps up in one way or another. So when I started my first business, which was a tech for good business, I felt completely out of my depths. I was a girl from rural America, wanting to make arts more accessible in the world capital of London, with no coding experience, and very, very, very minimal business experience throughout my work and college career. So of course, when I signed as a director of a company, all those long days, I thought, how am I the one doing this? I don't belong here. I barely know the difference between jumper and sweater when it comes to London and England. But I had to stop and recognize these feelings to move past it. And even today, even though I've been in Forbes or, you know, there are these awards or whatever those feelings of imposter syndrome can still creep into your work or entrepreneurial life. And that's why I have designed four key tips that I use in combating my own imposter syndrome so hopefully they can help fellow entrepreneurs like yourselves. So let's jump into some of the four tips I have tried and that have worked for me and some of my founder mentees. The first is actually taken from a cognitive behavioral therapy CBT tool. It's reframe what's fact and what's feeling. Oftentimes when imposter syndrome strikes me, it's when I'm in this feeling of complete overwhelm. The Google Calendar is blinking and buzzing. I have too many things on my to-do list and probably a few dishes in my sink that I still haven't gotten to. That is when that negative talk just has all the space to creep in. So I have to stop and actually sit with myself to say, why am I not Feeling good enough. I acknowledge what is real and what is feeling. Sometimes that means pulling up that proposal I've been working on or that keynote I've been designing and say, What is fact here and what is feeling? Fact. That is a beautiful keynote. Those slides are perfect for that presentation. And you know what? Nobody is going to know that you cut, you know, one or two pieces off your script. You might feel that that keynote is not good enough or not tailored enough to that audience. But that is a feeling. And when you're able to decipher what is fact and what is feeling, you can kind of put them in two buckets of black and white. Lean into the fact and separate it from the feeling. Sometimes that even means when I'm having a conversation, you know, it's, I'm feeling like this keynote is not good enough, but I recognize that I have delivered this to audiences at universities across the UK, it is fine. I know it will deliver. Now, I recognize fact and feeling, deciphering that is easier said than done, but it really is kind of a continual practice. So when you're having that moment of, oh my goodness, what am I doing here? Separate that. What am I feeling right now? Am I feeling overwhelmed? Am I feeling anxious? Versus the fact that says, I am qualified for this job, I am qualified to run this business, and I have the expertise to do so. It will just give you a guiding light to help decipher some of those emotions behind the imposter syndrome. Now, the second tip I have when it comes to imposter syndrome is creating a yay folder. Yes, I said it. Yay as in Y-A-Y, not the celebrity formerly known as Kanye. (laughs) I have a little folder in my Google Drive that has yay and a smiley face. In that folder, I have Google documents, images, any sort of positive emails to prove all of the success I have done. Now, where this folder stemmed from, I had to create a list Of every single accomplishment, PR, anything I've ever done in the UK when I was filing for my global talent visa. And then I kept them in a folder saying, hey, you know what? I have done a lot of things. I have worked with 3,000 children worldwide. I do have a little mention in the Telegraph. And I put all of those in this Google folder. And I keep adding to it when a milestone or accomplishment happens so that when I'm having those moments of I'm not good enough, I'm a fraud, I'm an imposter, I go up, open that hot pink colored Google folder and see all of the work and the lineage of my business. It's all the work I've done. These are all the accomplishments And it's a really good pep talk because we often forget all of the milestones we have plowed through as a business owner because we're always looking to the next one or to the next one. So by taking time to look back, you will have the confidence to move forward and completely push imposter syndrome aside, saying, "Mm -mm, not today. That's my second tip when it comes to combating imposter syndrome. Now, my third tip I've used when conquering imposter syndrome is talking to a mentor or coach. Now, as you know, I am an entrepreneurship coach. I have many individuals come to me who we work on not only The practical sides of business, but also the mindset side of entrepreneurship. And as an entrepreneur myself, I have worked with my mentors and my coaches to really get that mindset right. Sometimes you need an outsider perspective to come in and address the problem or even Discuss and work through these feelings of imposter syndrome. I highly recommend having a confidant, a mentor that you are able to go to when you are having those moments at 7 p.m. at night. The proposal did not work out well. You just feel like a complete fraud that you're able to text, WhatsApp, or call to get that boost of confidence and that outsider perspective. I find this really comforting as a female founder, having a female mentor, you know, two, three, four steps ahead of me, who's able to look back at her own journey and give me insights and also some hope because we are all facing this imposter syndrome at one point or another. So my third tip for you is find a coach, find a mentor who you are able to work through some of these feelings and doubts with. And my last tip for combating imposter syndrome is embrace the nerves for good. I think there is a reason Our body is telling us to be anxious, to be nervous, and we're able to anticipate when those moments happen. So for me, I feel like I get imposter syndrome when I schedule a brand new client who I've never worked with. Maybe it's a client that's two, three, four steps above my previous. And I anticipate that. I'm like, this is a new feeling. This is a new client. I'm going to take some of this anxiety and self-doubt and really spin it for good. I'm going to use that energy not as nerves, but reframing it as excitement. So instead of feeling anxious about working with this client, I'm embracing feeling excited for this new project or this new proposal. Use those nerves for good. I see this a lot, especially in speaking, public speaking, pitching events, when people are going up, selling their business, getting out, and really just being vulnerable, especially on stage with their business. And I say, use that stage fright, use those nerves, and completely spin it in a 180. Instead of having them feel like, you know, anxiety, or stage fright, turn it into excitement. Turn it into this is your moment, you get to be the Beyonce of your business on stage. It's that reframing, once again, reframing that mindset to turn that anxiety into excitement. Now, those are four steps I've used when it comes to combating imposter syndrome, but I would love to hear what you guys are using. Drop me a DM on my Instagram at underscore Caitlin Fritz underscore. I want to hear what works for you. And if you want to absolutely kick imposter syndrome to the curb by building your business while you are in the right place, because this September, I am launching the idea to impact sprint. This sprint will allow you to have daily tasks to build the confidence as well as the business knowledge to create a mini business plan in seven days. Think of it as your entrepreneurship boot camp. Now, places are limited. There are 50 places for the idea to impact Sprint, and it is absolutely free. You can be anywhere in the globe, and I'm telling you, it is going to be so much fun getting that idea in the back of your head into the real world. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Everyday Entrepreneurship. Give me a follow or a review wherever you listen to podcasts and I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Speak to you soon. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Everyday Entrepreneurship. To stay tuned and most up to date, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow me Caitlin Fritz on Instagram. And if you have any questions about building your business with impact, drop me an email with the link in the show notes. This podcast is produced by the great people at the podcast boutique. I look forward to catching up with you next week. See you then.